0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,261. This week on Cars Yeah, we're honoring the La Jolla Concours, taking place on April 12th through the 14th. You can learn more about this fabulous event at lajollaconcours.com. I'll see you there. Appreciate everybody around you. Appreciate
1: what everybody does for you because you're not doing it on your own.
0: This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to buying cars and keeping them looking new. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber custom floor mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell a market car's yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hello automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special returning guest here on Car Show, calling in from beautiful sunny Irvine, California, Lance Stander from Superformance and Hillbank. Lance, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride?
1: Oh yeah, as usual, always with you, Mark.
0: (laughs) It's always a fun ride for sure. Lance Stander has been in the automotive industry for over 39 years. He opened Hillbank Motor Corporation Originally located in Costa Mesa, California in 1999 after years in South Africa where he worked with his father at Hillbank, specializing in selling of Shelby and Superformance Cobras, Shelby Daytonas, GT40s, Corvette Grand Sports, and other 60s classics and sports cars. In 2005, Lance purchased Superformance DBA, Shelby Legendary Cars, and he is the worldwide distributor for all Superformance manufactured cars. He also trades as Shelby Legendary Cars and company that manufactures and distributes all Shelby Continuation 60s Cobras, Slab Sides, FIA, GT40s, Daytonas, and other cars. He is the only company licensed by Shelby Licensing and authorized to Shelby America to manufacture the Cobra Mark III. So Lance, welcome back to Cars Yeah! As I told our listeners just a little bit about you, I'm going to have you Tell us a little bit more before we jump into the questions here about your business, your career, and your very obvious passion for some very cool automobiles.
1: Looking forward to it, Mark. Thanks very much for inviting me back to the show. I've naturally been listening to and listening to all the other podcasts and how the show has developed. Man, you've done a great job, and I'm excited to bring you up to date with all that's going on in Super performance Shelby Legacy Cars, and Hillbank.
0: Absolutely. And I'll let our listeners know... Uh, most of my regular listeners should know by now that I launched the Cars Yet yeah, TV show. And Lance was the first guy to step up to the plate and say, Mark, I'd like to be on your first show. I went out and visited him. Now, this was in his older facility. I've not been back to this new place we're going to hear about because I see the pictures and it's fantastic. But I want to thank you for being my first guest on the Cars Yacht TV show. It had an awesome launch. We have millions of viewers already. It appears weekly on MAV TV. Your show's be, been rerunning and getting millions of views every time it reruns. So, uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, as a team, we did a great job on that.
1: Thanks, Mark. Now, I enjoyed the show and, and did get to see it. Uh, I had to watch it on the computer, but it worked out great. Uh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate what you did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're up to show eight or nine now, so we're going to do 13 episodes this year, and uh, uh we're having a lot of fun with it. So for those listeners out there, if you uh get MAV TV, you can go find it there or go to my website, and I can direct you to where you can watch the show. All right, Lance, well, as we continue on your journey, you know you're a regular listener. I always ask my guests for some kind of mantra, some kind of saying, something that has meaning for you in your life and your business success. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So Lance, I know you love to drive, buddy, so take the wheel.
1: Well, Mark, nothing has changed, actually, from that point of view in the last three years. It's the same saying, as I always say, we're just too dumb and stupid to give up. um, (laughs) But we're having so much fun at it. You know, this is just the most incredible industry to be in. Uh, A lot has happened in the last three years. You know, unfortunately, a lot of losses when we think of people like Dan Gurney, no longer with us, you know, just great men that were involved in the Shelbys and made the Shelbys famous and all the cars that I sell and and that we manufacture were raced by these famous drivers, and we 're losing a lot of unfortunately bob 's bonderon 's health is not that good at the moment, and uh, we just hope he'll he 'll pull through and 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 get through the challenges that him and Pat are going through great people and and when you when I think what Bob did, I got to go a few couple of months ago last year, we were in Europe, and we went for the classic Lamar. And to see the classic race cars, you know, to see them racing again. And, of course, we went to Reims. And that's where Bob won the world championship in the Shelby Daytona. And the head just stands up on your back, you know, on your arms. The, the track is still there in a form. I mean, it's no longer a racetrack, but the buildings are still there. And you could just imagine what it must have been like for these guys, you know, racing at these tracks and, and back in the 60s and the speeds they were doing on those roads. Just incredible. Just incredible. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, a shout out and a thought for Bob and his health and Pat, his wife. And uh, yeah, you know, it, it's a reminder to all of us that uh, life is fragile and uh, we're not here forever. So we've got to make the best of it. But your saying always makes me smile and laugh at the same time, because I know, I know you well and I know the kind of character and the kind of guy that you are. But I also know that, uh, you know, just being dumb and dumb luck really doesn't work in this business very well. I think what it is is incredible hard work. When I was out at your shop, I got to meet Rich. I got to meet uh, Doug. I got to meet your whole team. Your family all works there. And you guys are always working very hard. I was just at the Classic Otter Show, and Doug was there with his wife, Marissa, and your son was there. These shows are tough to do, but every time I walk up to your trailer with all your beautiful cars, everybody has a wicked smile on their face, and it's because they're doing what they love. And I know that's why you're always smiling, too, even though back in your mind your brain is racing ahead and you're working your tail off. but. uh I think you've discovered the secret sauce to life, right?
1: You know, we do a lot. And as I say to most people, I say, well, what, 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 what's the next one? What's the next show? I say, look, we're just a bunch of carnies. We're just carnival bums. <laughs> we got the next show yeah. coming up. You know, this year we've already done Barrett Jackson, Amelia Island, the LA Classic Auto Show. The list just goes on when I think oh, yeah. of all the events, the Shelby Bash We've just had endless show weekend after weekend. This weekend, we've got a, a highlight for me. I'm actually a big fan of old aircrafts and oh. the warbirds. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be doing an event at the Lions Air Museum at the yes. County Airport with Mark Foster and his team. What a wonderful setting! I mean, it's just mind blowing to see what Mr. Lyons has collected in these warbirds and how well they're preserved. And preserving history, you know, you know, as you, everybody knows, Carol Shelby was actually a pilot in in the army and uh, in the air force at least, and mm. uh, and loved flying. He flew up until man, I think maybe ten, fifteen years before he passed away. He was still very active and still owned aircraft. So yeah, we just moved from the one event to the next event, and then we've got the, the Berry. Yeah, we're definitely a bunch of Carnies.
0: That's what you we crack got. me up. Well, yesterday's show, since I'm uh, all this week, we're uh, paying a uh, tribute to the La Jolla Concours, my hometown Concours. That's where I grew up, La Jolla, California. And the Concours event they have there is absolutely spectacular, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But yesterday's show was with Bill Lyon. Of course, his his father was the one who started that Air Museum that you're going to be at. And it's just a spectacular place. I wish I could be there with you. Uh, but no doubt you're going to have some fun. I'm going to see you, uh, glazing at these beautiful old war, war birds. I'll make sure I put a link on Lance's show notes page here. So those of you who haven't heard of this museum, you can check it out. You can go visit it and, and see, uh, see what there is to see. Now, when you, I had you on the show before I asked you this question, but I want to ask it again because the history of your company, Superformance Hill Bank, your father, South Africa, all of this, Is really, really interesting to me. And I wanted to take the listeners back to when you were first, when you first fell in love with cars, I should say, that pivotal moment when you knew that, like your dad, you were going to be a car guy all the way.
1: Well, I'll say this given the story before, but it's interesting and, and how it all started out. And believe it or not, it never started out as a car guy. It started out as a motorcycle guy. Ah. My dad is at a young age. My father was very much into motorcycles also. And um, he bought me a little Garelli motorcycle oh, from cool. Italy uh, yeah. when I was five years old. The nickname for them were monkey bikes. And yes. I, they use yes. that term in America uh-huh. too. Oh, yeah. And anyhow, and I used to go to his showroom and he would put me on the, on the monkey bike and kick it in gear. And I couldn't really reach the pedals properly and then just push me off and I'd just leave it idling and I would go around the dealership, you know, run, run in, in amongst the cars. Mm-hmm. And he did warn me because those days you were still allowed to beat and abuse kids, you know. Oh. And he did warn me that if you hit a car, you will bleed. He said, oh, you will no be in trouble. Ears, there'll only be blood.
0: And oh, um, God. And, Tough uh, I, upbringing. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I
1: did this for the – and eventually I, would, I got my foot down to the pedal and I thought, okay, I'm going to yank this pedal up and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that gave me second gear. Well, there that gave go. me a little too much speed, and I did hit into a car. Yeah, and then of course lying there, five years old or I was, I was six years old at the time then I think, and um, wanting to cry. And he said, "Remember what I told you? If I don't see any blood, there's no tears. You're only allowed <laughs> to bleed, no tears." Eddie, I put me straight back on the bike and said, "Now you go up and don't do that again."
0: Tough and, guy. Uh,
1: yeah. No. <laughs> so that's how I learned. I started going to the dealerships, but you know, my mother allowed me on the weekends with my dad every every Saturday and it it changed, you know, to weekdays. And then eventually after school, I would go and the car bug bit me and, uh, and it it just grew from there. Uh, My father was always involved in the, the highline sports cars and stuff like that, that we had in South Africa. We actually had incredible cars in South Africa back then, even with sanctions that had come Come against mm-hmm. the country and that, but right. a lot of cars had come, classic cars had come down through Europe because most of Africa were colonies and the right. colon- the colonials brought their Ferraris, Lambos, Aston Martins, all this type of stuff into the colonies. And then when they left and the cars would be there for a while and eventually they all ended up in South Africa. And so we had beautiful cars. Wow. And that, and that cool. progressed, you know, have, having to go to the army in South Africa, you had to do two years, which, which is the best thing, it really is the best thing for a young guy. I think two years is a bit long, but I think every young guy should spend at least one year in the army or Navy or Air Force away. From mommy, and you know they they'll learn the real things about life and yeah. um,
0: grow up a bit.
1: Yeah, grow up a bit. You know, I think I think yeah. that's you know part of some of the issues we have with kids today. Could uh, be, yeah. You know, it would make a big difference the discipline that you do get from the for the army. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Then, as I said, I came out and I and I joined my dad. We had the showroom up in Hillbrow, which was on the hill, as I explained to you before, next to the bank. And my dad called so, the hill call bank. it
0: Hillbank. Yeah, uh, there you go.
1: <laughs> that's how that started. And we were actually in Hillbrow for probably seven years. So Hillbrow was an incredible place. It was where to all the tourists and all the foreigners, when they came to South Africa, we had a massive amount of foreigners coming into the South Africa in the 60s, 70s, and up until the 80s. And, and they would all settle in. In Hilbra. So you had the best of everything that you could imagine in Hilborough, from Italian to French restaurants to coffee shops because it was the real people that ran these shops and we had our showroom there and the clothing stores and Hilbra was amazing and, and in those years it was the, de- the most densely populated area for its size in the world. We always think of New York, but New York is more spread out than what Hillbrow was.
0: Yeah, well, it's a fascinating story. And thank goodness he didn't open a shop next to the sewage plant, because I wouldn't want your company to be called the sewage plant. Well, yeah, that, w- yeah. that wouldn't no, work no, very wouldn't well, but no, I always love that story. But I've always asked my guests a, a question about a challenge or a failure. And w- since you've already been on the show once before, I'd like you maybe to talk about the challenges of building cars, importing cars, and selling cars that in the past, have been thought of as kit cars, and I'm, I'm not even going to use that word with you because you're completely different than that, but I know some laws changed in the last couple of years that I believe have made things a little less challenging.
1: Well, yes, you know it was very exciting. We 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 spent nearly ten years. Started off with um, Senator Campbell. Um, actually came and visited me again the other day. Wonderful guy. He retired now, and and it was the Low Volume Manufacturers Act or HR twenty two. It was then picked up by SEMA about five years ago, six years ago, and SEMA just did the most incredible job and actually got it right. Through and passed. And Obama signed it in as an act two years ago, a little over two years ago. But unfortunately, it's been held up by bureaucracy. And um, it, it's now, we've got it approved by the EPA. It's got CARB approval, BAR approval. It's all done, but it's sitting at NHTSA at the moment, uh, National Highway Transportation and Safety Association. And that's where it's stuck. It's two years overdue. They were only given one year to finalise the regulations, and and, and unfortunately, uh, that's where we are at, at the moment. And it's held up by industry. There's a lot of us in this industry that 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 invested a lot. I did, uh, you know, the new building. I uh, invested in a lot of inventory. Superformance carries about 120 cars in inventory. These were all planned to go straight into low-volume manufacturing. And um, we we registered as a manufacturer with NHTSA. We have our 17-digit bin; Everything is ready. And um, unfortunately, they have not put the little rubber stamp on it and said, okay, guys, go ahead.
0: Bureaucracy Um, just robs you of everything. Well, do you think that it will get passed through? What's your feelings?
1: You know, we have to stay positive. We have to believe that it couldn't have got all this – this distance and the amount of time and money and the people that are behind it, you know, we ended up, it ended up being passed as a bipartisan bill. So we had Democrats and Republicans accepting this. So this is what was so incredible about it. Um, to have it fail now would be, would be an absolute sin. It's not something that is not in other countries of the world. They have low volume manufacturing, uh, acts and guidelines throughout Europe, throughout Japan. And, um, so it's something that America, and it's, it's a job creation bill. And it's also how small motor manufacturers will come up. We will eventually become a fully fledged manufacturer. And that is the plan for superformance. But this is the way in. We right now could not afford hundreds of millions to become fully fledged federalized manufacturer. But under low volume, restricting us to only 325 cars a year, which is going to have no impact at all on the carpool, the cars we are talking about doing have to be 25 years or older. So they're basically specialist sports cars from the 60s and 70s that guys will drive one or two weekends a month. So there's no really impact um, Good support behind it to help us. Uh, uh, Edelbrock has been wonderful. They've also come on board as of about a year ago. Um, they are designing and, and developing the engine packages for Uh, Sue Performance, and for other companies, the Ford packages, the GM packages. GM, of course, have been a supporter from day one. They have all the E-Rod engines that are ready for us to do. They already have the compliance certificates and everything for them. So we're all sitting chomping at the bit. Yeah, yeah. Losing money daily because of this not passing.
0: Yeah, frustrating. Is there anything that listeners can do that can help at all? Is there Any kind of legislators they can go to or their congressman or somebody they can write to.
1: Definitely, definitely they can. Uh, the, the best would be to go onto SEMA's website and just look up HR22 or low okay. volume manufacturer. They have a link there where you can send a letter to your congressman or congressmen and women in the area. Okay. Um, that You could get more information on it. You can post it on Facebook, Instagram, you know, wherever you can get it out, right. to get the word out. Would, would really be appreciated. Anybody in the industry, this will affect the whole industry because if our industry grows it'll help baller it'll help magnaflow it'll help edelbrock it'll help all these companies manufacturing parts for us because it's not just myself it's factory five that are looking at producing vehicles it's um jonathan from icon it's, Yep. Uh, you know just wonderful companies that are doing great cars at the moment moment revology uh, I, the list the, 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 goes on the list goes on, goes on and on, on. yeah I'm, all the- I'm gonna
0: make sure i put a link to that hr 22 uh, go to Go to the SEMA site. Make sure you sign up for that. Follow the instructions. Um, you can help this this great cause. And I, I just, it's so frustrating when it gets this far and it gets stuck. But I wanted to make sure we focus on that because that is a challenge. Um, and that will open up the doors to, to so many things. I was just fortunate enough to shoot another Cars TV show at Edelbrock. And as of this recording, it hasn't aired yet, but it will be airing. Um, Don Barry is their new CEO since the Edelbrock family has stepped aside there. And I was blown away at that company's facility. Oh, incredible. I, they have their incredible. own foundry. I mean, it it's is. just the it's... stuff they're doing, the engineering, uh, the teamwork, the people. That they, I met a guy there that ran the dyno machine for me that had been at Elbrox since he was 16 years old. He'd been there 50 wow. years. Wow. Wow. This wow. is an 80-year-old company. So we'll make sure that we put a link to that so that our listeners can go out and help support this very worthy cause so that we can continue to drive some very... <laughs> very cool cars to our cars and coffee and our events. You're right. These are not commuter cars. These are cars that we go out and have some fun with.
1: They feel good cars. And I'm just going to end up on one thing here. You can let the listeners know if they need any further information, it's Stuart Goswine at SEMA. He's very easy to find at SEMA. Otherwise, they could even email me directly. Believe me, I'm open to that. Lance at Superformance.com, And I will send them links and information on this and any help they can give. Uh, we'd appreciate. And, and, and as I said, they can become part of this movement to to get this happening. It's going to help us with electric vehicles too. You know, we, we're oh, yeah. looking at some really exciting stuff, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later on in the show.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, I'll make sure I put a link to that. You listeners, get out there. You know, it's a real easy thing to do to get involved in this and support it and uh, support the industry and so many jobs, so many fun opportunities. Let's talk a little bit, real quickly, about your really first special car. And what that had as far as a meaning for you, Lance.
1: You know, we we brought this up a couple of times. I actually own my first little car, and it's just a little a Datsun Sunny, as they call it, little pickup. It's still lying in South Africa. I've not managed to get it over to America yet, trying to get the paperwork sorted out. Not really worth anything. No Datsun Sunnies came in the pickup version, came to America.
0: Yeah, I don't but think I, I've ever seen one.
1: No, no. And it actually had a leaf spring, transverse leaf spring front suspension. Hmm. So now you know how different it was. It, it actually had like a cobra, like a slab side cobra. Um, <laughs> and it was a little thousand cc. So, but I went on to owning a lot of cars. I went through a lot of Alfa Romeos because they were real popular in South Africa. Um, loved the Alfa Romeos. In the old days, they weren't reliable, but they were challenging and they looked great. And then on to stuff like Lancia's. And then, of course, my at 23, I I've managed to buy an old Porsche. And that was the start of a, you know, up until then, I thought they were VWs and I you know, the usual silly comments you've heard people say is just a glorified Beetle. Well, it's a long distance from a glorified Beetle, and um, it's just the, the most fine engineered cars. And I do love the old air-cooled ones. Of course, that's always my favorite. And I grew up in the 911 age. I was not so much the 356 and never really liked the 356. Well, guess what? I've grown a big appreciation for the 356s now. And, um, but strictly speaking, it was a 911 and I owned some exciting stuff, like a mechanical injection Carrera 2.7 in South Africa. Ooh, Shakeb nice. Or, I did yeah. not admit that, you know, those days they weren't worth a whole lot of money, you know, back yeah. in the early
0: eighties. So yeah, I've had That's some That's exciting- changed a bit, hasn't it? You know, I, 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 when I was down shooting with Edelbrock for the Cars Yet TV show, we also shot an episode at John Wilhoit's shop in Long Beach. Uh where he restores some of the most beautiful Porsche three fifty sixes. Have you ever been over to his shop? No, no. Oh, I've got to introduce you guys. Yes, I would love oh. to do that. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. I've known him for years. I bought a Beck Spider from him that he built years and years ago. My uh, my son Blake and I uh jumped in that car in Long Beach and drove five days all the way back up to Gig Harbor. Blake was only eight years old at the time, so he needed a cushion to sit so he oh, could yes. see out of the car, but uh I'm going to introduce you to John. you got to get over to Long Beach. He's got a new building where he's got a showroom. It's full of 356s. He let me go for a ride in a very special car with his magnificent 2.2 twin plug motor in the back uh, wow. that he builds. It wow. doubles the horsepower that makes the 356 very fun. Not quite a Cobra, but uh, yeah. it definitely uh, pops it up. Well, I want you to share what's new since we last talked, because since I was last there to shoot that TV show, since we spoke Back then, we've spoken many times since because we see each other all over. But I want to talk about your new showroom, which is absolutely spectacular. But I also want to talk about a new car that Doug and Marissa have the first one. we You unveiled it at SEMA. Uh, I saw it again this past weekend at the Classic Auto Show. So tell our listeners what has you fired up about superformance today.
1: Every day, something exciting comes up, and we go through all these projects, and what's the next car for Superformers to do? But we've done some really exciting stuff in the the last couple of years, and you've mentioned Doug and Marissa, and they're just the most wonderful couple. And and having Doug in the company has been a really – rewarding for us. He has the car guy passion. And And, oh, gosh, and, yes. <laughs> and Doug, like everybody and like everybody, I, I believe over 8,000 applications is probably a 10,000 applications for the new Ford GT and, and everybody was turned down. Yep. But, you know, they could only build so many. Well, Doug said, what if we take the superformance GT and just spruce it up, make it look like the modern and do the canards and do the, the carbon fiber front lip and the mm-hmm. big carbon fiber wing and yep. let's put the Lamar winning paint scheme on it, the race paint scheme. And we did all that, and we did it in in, in our artwork – and the car looked absolutely oh, yeah. amazing. And, uh, then we threw it to the factory and they took a look and said, yeah, we could do all this. We can do most of this. And, and then of course all the carbon fiber work was done in America. And when the cars came up, we put it all together and then we had to go with a modern drivetrain. Mm-hmm. And in Doug's version, we did the EcoBoost V6. It, you know, it's close on 600 horsepower at the end of the day. It's so powerful. Car only weighs 2,350 pounds with that engine in. So the numbers are amazing. Um, oh, yeah. We then built a second one for myself, and I went the extra wide body uh, like they <laughs> raced in 69, Yeah, and, uh, and I put a, a supercharged uh, Coyote Illuminator 5.2-litre eight engine in. we we ended up detuning it down to seven hundred um, because the car is twenty four hundred pounds and yeah. this is incredibly fast in that car yeah. it's uh it 's mind blowing but as smooth <laughs> it drives beautifully there 's no vibrations it just changed the whole car from the old push rod engine that that you have all the vibrations and and all the yeah. rest of it. the the modern Four cam engines are incredible. The Coyote engine is just incredible.
0: Ford oh, engine. my gosh. Whoa.
1: So, yeah, it's a great car. I enjoy driving it. I will be driving it again this weekend. It's a GT40. You can definitely get in and drive across country. It yeah. has air conditioning, of course, and it's very comfortable.
0: I think Lance has put a couple thousand miles on his already.
1: Yeah, Doug has. No, Doug. Has. Doug,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. You're Lance. Yeah. He's like, yeah. well, geez, yeah. wake up, yeah. Mark here. Yeah, I'll figure I, out who you're talking to. Yeah,
1: yeah. Doug, Doug's driven his to north side of LA and, and down to yeah. San Diego, I don't know how many times. If he could get more time off work, he'd drive
0: it even more. <laughs> I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. And then he's followed by his lovely bride, Marissa, driving a Daytona. So, uh, man, That's their garage so is pretty cool. cool. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, and we, we've yeah brought- your, new sh- your new showroom. Tell us about that yeah so i i've been looking for
1: you know we've been in the old place for twelve years, and it was great it but we had outgrown it six years ago already and but to find properties in Irvine is really really oh, difficult yeah they definitely are hen 's teeth and um I just got lucky with this one. I got an owner that was was prepared to listen to my story. you can an old fashioned way of buying and not just dealing directly with a broker. I spoke to him and, and i said i 'd really need this building, I really want this building. I know you can sell it. More to a Chinese investor. It's very possible, but this is what I want to do. And, and I gave him the whole. And he was a very nice guy and he gave me time to sell my other building. And um, yeah, we, 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 right, we're in 25,500 square foot now, beautiful offices compared to what I had before and a lovely big open wide showroom. But unfortunately, we have outgrown it again. Oh, no, we're already? Oh, yeah. No <laughs> oh, gosh. I had to end up opening a, a second branch in Arizona. Okay. And, um, well, that's we have, not bad. No, we have another. That's a nice market. Yeah, another forty-two fifty cars at our Tempe location, which is on University Drive, uh University Road, I think it's called, in Tempe, Arizona. Lovely area, just down the road from the university. Welcome anybody to go, go past our showroom. We also open six days a week at that showroom.
0: Wow, absolutely fantastic! Now, can we chat a little bit about maybe the future? um I, uh, you have any ideas of things about if you're looking ahead in the next year or two where super performance might be, uh- can you see down the road that far, or are these oh, just yeah. secret projects oh, yeah. that we no, can't no, talk
1: no. about? We, we've got the next exciting project, and and it's now open. It actually got it got the bills, got, the the beans got spilled at uh, Peterson Museum. Uh, Ford have I've, I've approached Ford for about the last ten years for the GR one. If you're familiar with the Shelby GR one, yes. uh-huh. yeah. it's just one of the most beautiful cars that Ford designed, and and a prototype was built. Actually, a driving prototype was built you know was completed in o five, and then they had a, a static prototype, which was just a painted clay model that, that was pushed around and went to the New York show and went all over. The driving model was a polished bare aluminum body car. Absolutely yeah, yeah. stunning. Based, based on the Shelby Daytona, uh, mm-hmm. George Sadakis, very, very clever engineer, uh, a designer, sorry, uh, designed this this body. And he did an incredible job. He really captured everything that, that Peter Brock originally did with the Daytona back in 65, mm-hmm. but now moved forward 50 years and, uh, well, 40 years at the time. Yeah. And, uh, you, George did an incredible job. The, the designers at Ford are amazing. Unfortunately, they were going to build the GT and the, and the GT was based on the Lamar winning car that had won Lamar five years, the four G T forty, whereas the Daytona won Lamar only one year. So GR one was never built. Now that they gave me the license, so we're going ahead. I'm working with the guys at Ford. I'm working with all the original team. we Oh my we, gosh, uh, that is cool. All got on board. You know, it's so wonderful how passionate these guys were about the car. Rory McCullum helped us. Chris Theodore, Greg Hutton. Freeman Thomas. Uh, oh my the name's just gone. Wow. John, Huge names. Yeah. John Kleinard, just incredible guys that stepped up and said, Lance, whatever you need, however we can, let's, let's get this to happen. It was finally signed last year. I signed the, the license yeah. agreement, nice. but what's holding up the GR1 coming into fruition is, of course, HR22 yeah. and oh, not a because we do not want to bring it out as a specially constructed vehicle or kit car as such. Mm-hmm. It has to be a production complete 70 right. engine. A federalized vehicle, and we need HR twenty two. We need the Low Volume Manufacture Act to be passed. But yes. in the background, we are carrying on with the development, getting the body parts, getting everything together, the drivetrain. It's going to be based all Ford, and um, it's wow. going to be a very, very exciting car when it comes out.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, I remind our listeners, you can help with this HR twenty two issue again, please uh take lance's advice you can contact him he can guide you i'll put links on his show notes page so you can go you can uh write letters you can communicate with the government here and say hey you know what come on let's uh let's create some more jobs let's make this happen uh i have the confidence it's going to go through it's gotten so far but uh it's very very frustrating but i am so excited about this. And I'm glad you were able to share this with the listeners. I knew about it, but I didn't know if I should say anything. So I wanted to let you do that. So. Yeah.
1: And you know, the GR1 is going to be another very exciting project between Shelby Legendary Cars and of course, Shelby American in Vegas. And yeah. we are also looking at an electric powertrain um, that Shelby. Oh, yeah, really? Vince and Gary out at Shelby American are working with. The, that's the next thing for Shelby American. You know, Shelby American right. doesn't stop. They just keep going. Right. Oh, yeah. And these guys are at the Forefront of performance, you know, for anything Ford. It's just amazing that what what Gary and and Vince have done, you know, in that company over the last couple of yeah. years. It's it's helped me a lot because you know I follow on long with the old cars and all the '60s cars, and sure. they just keep pushing the limits to performance and handling and and everything in all the new cars, the Mustangs, the Ford Raptors, the F-150s, um, you know, the, the focuses and Fiestas. Shelby's really a growing company and and doing very. Well, at the moment, and their exports have gone amazing all over yeah. Europe. You go, everybody just talks about the Shelby versions of the Fords. They
0: Incredible it. legend, so our that GR1. He created it. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm really <laughs> excited working with Vincent Gary with the GR1 also for the Shelby upgraded versions of the GR1, and that'll include an electric power train. Tra- wow! Tra- trainer, well, so.
0: you know, the future is very bright for Superformance Hillbank. I'm so excited to hear all this news, and and for those listeners. They might be new. Go back and listen to my talk with Lance before. I know we changed our format up a little today, but I didn't want to go through the same questions again. You can go back and hear how he answered some of that lightning round of that last lap I always do here on Car Show. But I wanted to really share a lot about HR22, a lot about the future, a lot about what's happening with Lance and his business. And I also want to remind you that... um uh, Superformance and some of the team there will be at the La Jolla Concours, right, this year again?
1: Yes, yes. We're really excited about it. As I said, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. I have a family commitment, um, but we will be there. Todd Andrews and his wife, Jody, will be there. Uh, my sons will be there bringing cars in. We, that same weekend, we have fabulous Fords, and we have the Long Beach Grand Prix. So we'll be yeah. at all three locations. So we will be split up a little. Um, but But please let the guys go see Todd Andrews and and they'll, he'll be at the event. We'll have our cars there. We've got a couple of really special cars we're taking to the event. And oh, Michael Dauvier, you know, just does an incredible oh, yeah. job of that event. It gets better, better every year. And, and it's a very – I can highly recommend it if you want to have a great weekend. Book in w- to one of the hotels in La Jolla and go and enjoy the La Jolla concourse. It's, a, it's the next uh, Monterey, the next Amelia Ma Island. It's really yeah. close behind.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. I'll remind our listeners it takes place April 12th through the 14th. I'll be down there all week. Participating, and I get to participate in the, the drive this year, which is going to be really fun. Uh, some of the, my friends down there are going to take me along on that. So check it out. You can go to La uh to buy tickets, to learn about the event. It's spectacular. It's right there at La Jolla Cove overlooking the beautiful Pacific Ocean. I mean, uh, the venue is absolutely brilliant. Lance, you've taken me on another great ride, as you always do, buddy. Uh, I'll never forget that uh, drifting ride I got to take at SEMA. Last year in one of your cars. Holy cow. We'll be my- doing
1: that again with you this year.
0: <laughs> well, of course, it blew my toupee right off. That's why I say I have no hair left <laughs> on my head because we went so fast there. But I want to thank you again for, uh, for phoning in out of your busy schedule and sharing some more time with me here today. Love your family. Love what you're doing. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the coast highway in that super performance? Automobile.
1: You know, I, I'm probably going to steal this from somebody else, but it just says, just go for it. You know, you, yeah. your life is short. Um, appreciate everybody around you. Appreciate what everybody does for you because you're not doing it on your own. And and I have a great team. And that's what's so cool about me. I've got the whole family involved, my sons and my daughter. And, 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 and I consider everybody else who works for me. Have Most of them have been here since we opened the doors 20 years ago. And they're all part of the family and, and all the surrounding companies that we deal with.
0: He's It's fantastic. And since you and I spoke, you became a grandfather, too. Congratulations, Grandpa. Oh, yeah. That's the most exciting <laughs> thing. And
1: we and she was born as Shelby Stander. So we're yes. really proud of that. Um, yeah, she's a character. Course. She's a total car girl already, only a year old, loves loves walking around the showroom, hates being in the offices. She comes and touches each one of the cars and pulls on the, the spinners, and she loves being in the showroom.
0: So yeah, she's definitely yeah. a car girl. She's beautiful. I, I had the distinct pleasure of getting to meet her, too. So well, listeners, again, um, make sure you check out this HR22 issue. Help us out with this. This is so important, and you can make a difference. I've got thousands of Cars yeah! podcast listeners. If every one of you just did this one little thing, I'll make sure I put links to how you can do it on the Karja yeah! website, on Lance's uh, page. And make sure you join me and some of the Superformance team at the La Jolla Concord this year, April 12th through the 14th. I'll be there having fun. You should be there too, Lance. Thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise, and for sharing your many spectacular experiences with the Carjail listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road.
1: Thanks, Mark. Have a good day. Thank
0: you. You too. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars yeah! Podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars yeah! TV show? That's right. Cars yeah! is now on MAV TV. I visit some of the past Cars yeah! guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MAVTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars yeah! TV. MAV TV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MAVTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. at CarsYa.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at CarsYeah. Drive on over to CarsYa.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. We'll <laughs> be